The United States Champion of Justice. Fixing America's issues one state at a time. We have serious problems to solve, and we need serious people to solve them. Welcome to the Darian America Show on WCGO. This is America. Don't get you slipping now. Good afternoon, Chicago. Good afternoon, America. Welcome to the Darian America Show. WCGO 1590 AM, simulcast 95.9 FM. If you'd like to be a part of the show, you can always call me at 877-711-5611. We are here. We still fighting, y'all. Good afternoon. I'm glad to hear you. I'm glad that you're here with me. Got my man 50 Grand on the boards with me today, man. This is always a treat. The Randellius one. He is the Matrix. What's up, Randall? What's up, D? How we doing, baby? Oh, man, I'm good. I can't complain. When you complain, then nobody listen. So I don't anyway. Yeah, and then we got my new producer extraordinaire. He's in the building, and he's still taking in some training, but I'm calling him Michael Knight, the night rider in the daytime. Michael's back there saying, chilling and stuff. My man's 50 grand. What up, Mike? That's what I'm talking about. Wow, y'all, we still fighting the, the COVID-19. We are still fighting. And I got to say, even though it's not the best looking efforts, we're making efforts. I mean, America is the greatest country in the world. I totally feel that way. I mean, it's the only country I've been in. So, But the efforts, I mean, people are trying to pay attention. They're trying to do what they're supposed to. I mean, I see people walking around with the mask. I hate those masks but they are necessary right now and i'm about to invest in a couple i gotta grab i gotta grab three i'm gonna grab one for my mom you know grab one for my son because those are the ones i'm in uh, contact with more than anything um but i don't even want to be outside long enough to have those things on man they do want that stuff a couple of years ago i had a uh, strep throat and when you got strep throat or something like that you know when you go to the emergency room they put those masks on you those are uncomfortable you know, I don't know how dentists do it, even though I think the dentists do need it. I can only imagine playing around in people's mouth all day. But the doctors, when they're doing surgery, you have to be skilled to walk around and function with those things on, man. I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it. But I'm going to evolve and I'm going to purchase a, a couple of masks, you know, three. One for mom, one for me, one for my son. But they're making progress, y'all. I believe that they are making progress. And I jumped on clinicaltrialsarena.com where they say that the biotechnological firm Novax is set to start human clinical trials of the COVID-19 vaccine. It's a candidate called NVX-COV-2373, blah, 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 blah. I'm, I'm not about to try to even pretend to be technically sound, even though I'm a few credits short of my medical degree. Now, let me say this out loud. <laughs> I have never done any medical training in college. That is a figure of speech. And the only reason I'm saying that now is because one of my peoples, you know, and, and I love my peoples. And they, you know, when I say stuff, people take you for granted. They take you seriously. So when I said that to one of my people, he was like, well, why don't you just go back online, you know, go to school online and, and get the rest of your uh, credits. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm about 124 credits short of my medical degree. That is an entire degree. And I'm still more credit short than that because 
You got to go to med school. I mean, that's just undergrad. (laughs) I'm not going to medical school. You know, I believe that there are people in this world who are skilled for that. You know, that's their, you know, they they wake up and they they eat, sleep, breathe medicine. I mean, you got to think about it to be a doctor. You're putting your livelihood on the line. I mean, you have no life. And these doctors have children. Sometimes they'll they'll have babies, make babies, and they don't see those babies until they're like eight, nine years old. You know, they that's why I'm I'm not upset at my doctors. It's not enough of them, y'all. We need to go to medical school. We need to kind of encourage our children. I mean, everybody wants to be the next LeBron James, but that's kind of hard too. But I think being LeBron is easier than becoming a, a surgeon. You got a lot of learning to do. And the human body is a machine in its own. And you got to learn that body, man. So, man, all my doctors and all my medical personnel, man, I appreciate you and I love you. Thank you for doing what you do. The nurses and the quiet is kept. The nurses be more knowing more than the doctors do. They just haven't went through school to get those certifications, those degrees. But the nurses are the ones that handle you all the way up until the doctor come in and give you about 15 minutes worth of examination. <laughs> And then he turned you back over to the nurse. So my nurses out there, man, thank you. I'm proud of you. I'm glad that you're doing it because I'm not human enough to be a nurse. Now I say that, but if I put my mind to it, if that's something that I was passionate about, I would do it. But I am not trying to be a nurse. I'm not trying to be medical personnel, staff, none of that. I mean, I couldn't be a police officer. I took that doggone test three times, and I passed the test with flying colors. The written exam, of course. But the physical... D Silk can't run no 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 mile in 13 minutes. It's gonna take me a while to do a mile. And I'm like this here, man. If I'm about to chase somebody, Merry Christmas. If I can't get in front of you and stop you, I mean I'm like that defensive tackle or that linebacker. I'm gonna stop you at the line. But if I got to chase you down, unless you done stole my wallet or then smack my mama, <laughs> I'm not going to catch you. And I might not catch you then. I mean, I'm going to just have to get a good picture of your face and burn it into my memory and catch you next time. That was the way I used to do my loss prevention days, man. I would remember people that beat me. And they would love to showboat and, and you're like, yeah, I got over on dude. And then they come right back. I'm going to tell you something. As a loss prevention expert, and I'll put this out to the masses, to the world. If you get away with it once, leave it there. That's it. Merry Christmas. You got it. Get out the store. Don't go back at least for another six months to a year until people get promoted and, you know, staff changes. Because I'm telling you, just imagine if you saw somebody stealing out your car. And you saw them, you recognized them. And then they get away. They better not come back to your car. You're going to always remember their face. You will remember their face until you 70 years old. You're going to be remember that dude that busted into my car and got into my console. You're going to remember that. So that's how loss prevention guys are. I mean, they're not like cornerbacks in the NFL. You know, you get burnt on a play, and then you have to forget it and go out to the next play, and then you get burnt again. <laughs> Lemuel Stinson. <laughs> like, man, you old. Who the hell is Lemuel Stinson? But I'm just saying, so if you're going to do some hijinks, well, right now, I would strongly suggest you don't. I mean, we got to practice that six feet of distance. Going into stores, man, it creeps me out right now. I ordered a pizza. I mean, man, they got to be one of the best pizza places that you've never heard of. Or if you have heard of it, man, they good. JB Alberto's? 
on Morris, man, they fire. Dude, I would eat that stuff every day, and I'd be back to 600 pounds, my 600-pound life, if I ate that food. But it was really nerve-wracking getting in there. I had already ordered my, my pizza. I ordered it and paid for it online, all that stuff. But you got to stand six feet apart. And they was only letting, like, four people or five people in their, their, uh, their vestibule area. I hate that, man. <laughs> but I do kind of appreciate it because when you're standing in line, I don't know why people want to get up all on your backside, man. I be feeling like they trying to get a free grab, you know. I mean, I got a nice back. I got a donk. I don't care what nobody say. My backside is pretty cool. <laughs> and, you know, when there are ladies in front of me, and, man, these silk appreciates. Well, I am dairy in America right now, but I can, I can appreciate a nice backside. But I'm not about to be all up on you. But those close standers, they get right up on you, and they be like, man, you trying to steal my wallet or something? I mean, I don't even carry cash. Just for that, just in case. You're going to get my ATM card and I'm going to change that joker right away. You're not getting my money. I am not leaving my money in my pocket. But the six feet distance, I do appreciate that. And we need to practice that. So I hope you all are staying safe. I know you all stand safe, man. You, you tuned in to the Darian America Show. So what do you think about the COVID-19 coverage right now? Is it too much for you? I mean, what are you thinking about it? You can always call me at 877-711-5611. You can chime in. You can chime in on my Facebook page, Darian America or Darian D. Silk Sims. I use them both. But I like, you know, my Darian D. Silk Sims page. I got almost 5,000 people on there. So I don't know. I don't know why I got all those people on there. But, hey, man, I'm a brand. This is what I do. So if you want to chime in, you can call me or you can chime in on the page. I'll get to you eventually. But they are working on a vaccine. You know, they're doing human trials and see, being a part of the media, you have to be responsible. I hear so many different versions of, hey, they're testing it now. I mean, <laughs> some people feel like they intentionally infected the inmates so they can test on the inmates. I don't believe that. We're continuing covered covered COVID-19 coverage. And we're going to talk about what state we're covering. This is the Darien America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. We'll be back. Ooh, this is the Darien America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. Oh, man, I got Michael Knight, the Night Rider, and the daytime is on the boards. Now, that's funky fresh, man. I like that. I can dig it. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to let that breathe just for a second. Welcome back. You all are listening to the Darien America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. You know, I am on the radio, too, even though Facebook is big now, man. I've had this conversation on where radio has gone today, and I'm going to do that, that topic. You know, I know a couple of radio professionals. You know, back when this was called the Producers Hour, when all of my peers was with me, I actually interviewed Crazy Howard McGee right before he came back to the air, man. I wish he would have broke that story that he was coming back to radio on my show that day. But that's okay. I'll, I'll get some more big coverage, big news. But I did leave off talking a little bit about uh, that they're working on the vaccine for COVID-19. And I would love to hear how many people are really going to take that vaccine. If you're going to take that vaccine or if you're not going to take that vaccine, you can always call me and express yourself. 877-711-5611. I'm curious, man, because just from what I read, they are doing 
some nanoparticle technology. Now, I'm a big fan of all of the, the, uh, the television shows and the, the superhero shows and, you know, art imitates life and life imitates art. And they do a lot of discussions in these shows, especially the superhero shows where they're doing nanotechnology. I'm trying to get my phone to stay up here, y'all. But if it don't, you know, you can hear me if you can't see me. It is what it is. I don't have a, a stand, but. <laughs> but um, nanotechnology. That makes me nervous because it makes me feel like they're about to shoot me full of little uh, robots. <laughs> and the little robots are going to do stuff in there and. Well, the robots take me over and they control me and start me to doing craziness. I'm already crazy enough for the rest of us. <laughs> but uh, at any event, they are working on the vaccine. Governor Prescott reports that we've had a, close to 600 deaths in the Illinois area from COVID-19. And there are 1,400 new cases. It's on the rise, especially in the African-American communities. You know, that's a little that makes you a little nervous. That they're saying because our health care in our neighborhoods, we don't have enough and it's not that good. You know, I'm a firm believer. And man, if you go to the county, yeah, it's going to take a long time. But those are some of the best doctors in the world that work through Cook County. You know, I think those are the ones who still care. They still love what they do. And I'm man, I ain't never too, uh, too ashamed to go to the best. <laughs> so what do you think about the coverage in the African-American communities? Give me a call at 877-711-5611. Let me slow down saying that because I do want to hear from you. 877-711-5611. Why is it so much on the rise? COVID-19 virus is on the rise in African-American communities. That's something to ponder, y'all. Something to think about. So with that even being said, you know, I did want to mention this. I am, I'm a Mason, you know, I'm a traveling man, I'm a Mason, I'm a Royal Ark, I'm a nice Templar, I'm a Shriner. All of those are degrees in Masonry, and I'm not about to do a, a Mason workshop on the air. I mean, you're not supposed to. We're not a secret society. We're a society with secrets, but I am a member. And unfortunately, I lost my cable toe, and I know people don't know that technology, or that terminology. Cable toe is, is equivalent to if you're, in, if you're a Greek, if you know about pledging and all that stuff, and we don't pledge in non-hazing organizations. <laughs> but he was my line brother. That's what they call him down south, line brothers, line sisters. Up north, we say ships. Well, Brother Marlon Austin has succumbed to COVID-19-related causes. And I, it, it breaks me in heart. It breaks my heart, man. It breaks me in pieces. We were raised together as Master Masons. And he rose through the ranks and he became the worshipful master of my home lodge. Good man, entrepreneur, passionate, intelligent brother. You know, I love talking to Marlon. And I feel terrible because I wanted to get back active. I mean, since I got into the radio industry, you know, going on three years now, most of the business that we conducted happened on weekends. Well, I've been a weekend guy and I'm chasing my rainbow. I mean, First rule of masonry is patience. So if it's there for me, it's going to be there. You have to do everything in one night. I mean, you have to put in your time. But meeting him, knowing him was such a pleasure. You know, and him losing his life, I mean, over this virus that we can't see it. 
We don't know what's there. We, we're all taking these precautions. And I feel horrible because I was dragging my feet on reaching out to him because I wanted to go back to my home lodge. And, you know, he wasn't going to tell me no. I mean, I, I had to stand on my square and talk to my brothers. And that's okay. But because I took for granted, I mean, he's a couple of years younger than me. So I'm like, yeah, he's going to be around. I'm call Marlon when I get my time, you know, when I get time to do that. We have to do better in reaching out to one another, y'all. I can't ever pick up a phone and call him again. And it's my own fault. I should have reached out when I was telling myself to do so. I mean, even if it wasn't to become active again and join the lodge again, that was my friend that I later learned to be my brother. And now we don't even know when we can, but when his people can lay him to rest because of this dreadful, awful virus. So please be careful out there, man. Don't take it for granted. We don't know what it is. It would be so nice if I could walk up to something and it's got this funky green glow like in, in television and movies. Like, oh, that, that's the coronavirus right there. I ain't touching that. Or as a person sneeze and they don't cover their mouth and all that good stuff and I can see the particles hit the air. We don't have that luxury. So this good man has ended his time on earth, you know, and I definitely say round of applause to him, man, standing ovation because he was one of the good ones. Entrepreneur, he, he employed people. Anybody that employs people, they're giving back, they're paying it back. And there are people that they are helping to survive. So definitely rest in paradise, my brother. And I have a, a ship that's fighting the coronavirus right now. He is quarantined, but he's doing better. He's getting better. So the things that he's doing, you know, and we reach out and we talk. We have a, a group chat that me and my ships do. And he'll tell us what he's doing, you know, and we check on him and send things to him. You know, they sit it on the porch. You know, we, hey, delivery is a great industry right now. So he's getting better. And people are surviving this, this virus, but people are dying. And uh, Governor Prisker says that we have 1,400 new cases, and it's on the rise, especially in the Af African-American community. Come on, y'all. Let's, let's fix this. And they're in the process of doing that. So I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm proud of my, my elected officials. I'm glad Prister and Mayor Lightfoot, oh, my God, <laughs> these memes and then these commercials that she has. I mean, she comes off as so frumpy. They call her my little thug mayor because, you know, if you're in the thug community, she does per particular actions that make her look like she's a gangster. <laughs> I only pretend I am a few credits short of my thugonomics degree, and I, am, I have no idea. But when she has on those suits, and I just want to say, man, because when she's at home and she's doing these commercials telling us to stay home, and she gets to interject her at-home personality. She put out a meme on the website, man. When she was talking about guys staying away from the park, she was like, man, your jumper ain't finna get no better. Stay home. <laughs> I like that. She's relating to the people. That's cool, you know. She's doing her job to the best of her ability. Nobody likes the elected uh, officials, man. We always give them a hard time. I'm not a fan of Donald Trump, and that's the president. You know, he's the commander-in-chief. But I hate when he addresses the media, the, the people. And that's, this is him being him. Everybody's not great in public speaking. You know, I couldn't imagine 
standing in front of America talking. But some people feel comfortable and they they at home doing that. But I do like Mayor Lightfoot's commercials, man. <laughs> she is entertaining me. I hope Mayor Lightfoot is in position for a long time. And that's just my personal feelings. So I did want to kind of divert a little bit from Corona. It, it, it drives you crazy. And I'm glad those inboxes, they, they pretty much slowed down and stopped in a sense. I don't know if Facebook is doing that or the people are just corona out. But the Bulls, our Chicago Bulls, our lovely, man, our Bulls, we got a new head guy. Yep. Old Johnny Paxson is stepping to the side. And he's going to still remain with the Chicago Bulls organization along with Gar Foreman. How cool is that? Man, that's cool that your boss, <laughs> even though you spent over 15 years in that position and really only hit a couple of good times. Well, I won't say a couple of good times. I mean, he drafted Lou Aldang and Derek Rowe. That was luck. <laughs> I'm glad D. Rose came to Chicago because I get upset that, you know, we don't get more of our own. It's like, man, that D. Rose balled right around the corner at Simeon, 83rd of Vincennes. But then he took his talents to Memphis, I believe. I mean, I don't, I don't follow. I follow sports, and I, I was a sports guy, but it bothered me. But we do have a new top guy. I'm going to mangle his name. His name is Arturis Karnasovas. He was the general manager from the Denver Nuggets. And he's going to be the head of basketball operations in Chicago. Okay. I do like that because, I mean, the Nuggets quiet is kept if you're following sports. And I know my, most of my fan bases are ladies. But it's a method to my madness. We're coming up on a break, but I did want to throw this out there. And I'm going to revisit it after the break. He keeps the Denver Nuggets good. And the Nuggets are right in the middle. I mean, hey, right now we still got LeBron James. We still got... Kawhi, man, LeBron and Kawhi, them boys are bad. They're going to be around for a long time. But this guy is the head of basketball operations, and he's going to hire a GM. My issue with him, I mean, he's good, but I'm Darian America. I'm not Darian Italy or, or Darian Croatia. Why they couldn't hire an American? Especially right now with the times that we're going through. So we are going to break. What state are we covering? I'll be visiting that as we get back. But this is the Darien America Show, WCGO 1590, Simulcast 95.9 FM. Let's go. Hi, I'm Darian D. Silk Sims, the host of the Darien America Show. I want to let you know that you're listening to the podcast version of the Darien America Show, which airs every Saturday from noon to 1 central on WCGO Radio. Tune in live from 1590 AM and 95.9 FM in the Chicagoland area. WCGORadio.com or watch the live feed at Facebook.com slash WCGORadio. The latest podcast episode becomes available every Sunday. You can find it, rate it, and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. If you'd like to get in touch about the show or inquire about sponsorship opportunities and rates, please reach out to DarianAmerica at Hotmail.com. Okay, back to the show. Ah, welcome back to the Darien America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, simulcast 95.9 FM. That's right, I'm on Chicago's airwaves, y'all. So if you're not tuning in on Facebook Live, you can always tune in on your radio. If you're not in the car, who turns the radio on, man? I'm just saying. 
But you should. I'm on Chicago's airwaves. <laughs> so what state are we covering today? What state are we covering? Well, we are covering the state of dreams. Yeah, man. I mean, we got a dream because we all locked in the house. We can't go nowhere. You know, I want to get out. And that's why I enjoy coming to work. But, man, you might get in trouble coming to work. You touch on the wrong thing or the wrong person coughing around you. We don't know where this dang on virus is. Man, I wish they would just put something in the air where I can. It'll light up and illuminate that. That's Corona. That's Corona. They got Corona. You know, somebody warned me. That ain't happening. But. They're making progress. So, but the state of dreams, I fulfilled a bucket list, man. One of my dreams. Now you all know me as your, your friendly neighborhood karaoke DJ. I'm your favorite friendly neighborhood karaoke DJ. Let me tell it. I'm the best in the world, <laughs> but that's just me being confident. I'm bad in Chicago, man. I'm probably the best on the South side and don't get to telling my peers. Cause they're going to be mad at me and fussing at me and start Facebook beef. <laughs> That is the one thing I hate about social media. People want to chess up and become Facebook gangsters. Lord have mercy. Well, in any event, I did one of my bucket list items because anybody who knows me know I've been singing since I was knee high to a billy goat. Well, I did a living room concert. You know, some of the pros are doing it and, and these people, the, the uh, I won't want to call them, well, they are pros, but our celebrities, they doing stuff in their living room. So I took the time and the opportunity to put together a living room concert. And I'm going to be honest with you. I had a stone cold blast. It was fun. I got to entertain and, and people tuned in. I got a lot of views on that and they can still go back and check it out. It's on my page. An evening with D Silk. I didn't do any karaoke stuff. It was just me entertaining. I had my son with me and he was the DJ. He DJed the first 30 minutes. Well, a little bit over 30 minutes. Wow. That was a dream of mine. To actually be able to do a performance and my child can be there. Now, my daughter wasn't there. Of course, she's quarantined with her mom and that I miss my baby girl. And they ain't babies no more. But, you know, my mother says that all the time. That's my baby. I'm like, mom, I'm 44 years old. But I understand how she feel because I remember when they first came out the womb, when they took their first steps, all that stuff. I miss my daughter and I can't be with her right now because of these days. But me and my son, we created a memory and he killed it on the turntables. My boy is bad. I mean, I showed him how to do it. You know, I showed him what I knew. He took it and ran with it. That boy is awesome. If he had my personality... <laughs> If he was as outgoing, and it took years to develop this. This didn't happen overnight, man. I was just as shy as he was as a child. But I'm used to being in front of people. I ain't, man, I ain't never scared. Ain't no fear here. I can do this on a stage at Soldier Field with a packed house. Or I can do this in a small studio in Evanston, where it's me and my producer, and he on the other side of the glass. But it was awesome. I got a chance to live out a dream. What, how do you all dream, man? What do you dream about? And I ain't talking about it. Well, you know what? If that's your dream, <laughs> the pornographic kind, I mean, hey, our brain does what it does when you're asleep. If you want to talk about when you're asleep or what do you fantasize about? 
Call me at 877-711-5611 and, and talk to me about it. This was a great opportunity. I mean, I had an audience and they stayed and I did 45 minutes. You know, I did 45 minutes. I did a couple of covers, you know, and I did my most popular cover that everybody loves. I can't go a week without singing this song. And if you ain't heard Gorilla by Bruno Mars, I put my own twist on it. You got to make it your own. If you're going to do somebody, I'm, I can't sound like Bruno. Bruno is real high pitch. He's super falsetto. And he can sing falsetto in his full voice. And I do it a little bit, but, you know, years of partying and fraternity chanting and cigarette smoking. Yeah, I got to admit it. I've picked up a nasty habit. <laughs> and, I, and my voice just ain't the same. I mean, I'm aging. You know, I don't. Man, I don't know how Patti LaBelle can still do it all these years. I mean, she can still hit that high note. Stephanie Mills can still hit that high note. Hey, God bless them. But that was awesome. People tuned in. I got a lot of good feedback. They were entertained. And I felt good about that. I'm like, man, they're captivating. They ain't leaving. You know, and what I do sometimes, of course, if you know Facebook Live, you can swipe to the side so you don't have to see the people's comments. That drives me crazy because you can see how many people are watching you and that's not even an accurate number but as i glance and i look and i'm seeing i might have seven i might have 10 i may have 20 and then it goes down to like two <laughs> i'm like where they go did, did, did i suck that bad was i stinking that bad but the fact that it, i did it it was a dream of mine and i feel fulfilled but i'm still hungry that was good and i got full off of it but that ain't enough I need more. Yeah, that's right, man. And some of the best advice I got, I had a chance to be a producer on a show called Sports Circus that used to be here. And I should have got the man's name because I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I never can. But he was a member of Prince's Revolution. And he talked about some Prince stories. And he was the dude that um, in uh, 1999... A party ain't a party ain't ain't last. It was him, that guy. So you can look it up. Y'all know who I'm talking about. But I asked him, as a person who wants to be an artist, how do I get my start in the music industry? How do I get signed? And he was like, well, that's not the objective. To be signed by a label is, it is what it is. It's a promise that they will record a record with you. And they very well could. But that don't mean they're going to put it out and that it's going to be this big, giant record. I mean, hey, that's like getting struck by lightning. Not everybody can do that. But if you have a following, cater to your following. Build your following. Let people know who you are. And that's what I've been doing. And that's what I did. And I had people tuning in. They follow me, man. They ask me, when you going to sing again? When you going to do Gorilla again? Oh, that's my following. And I had a chance to entertain them. That's one of my dreams. I still, still have other dreams. You know, I mean, I keep saying it every week on here. I want Tom Joyner's job. He let it, he left it alone. Somebody got to do it. You know, I know Ricky Smiley and Steve Harvey and all those guys are in line, but why I can't be like them? It's a dream. But how do you dream? Do you dream to fulfill your dream? Are they goals? I have a lot of goals that I set for myself, but as I cross off things off the bucket list, it feels good. Give me a call 877-711-5611. Let me know what you're dreaming about. We're coming up on break. 
This is the Darian America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, simulcast 95.9 FM. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Darian America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, simulcast 95.9 FM. That's right, y'all. We want the funk, and we're talking about dreams. What is it that you dream about? What is What gets you out of the bed in the morning? I just uh, talked about recently my uh, my living room concert. That's right. I did a living room concert. That was so cool. <laughs> to me, it was. I mean, and I know, you know, so I, I got some negative feedback or what we like to call the haters. I know they have stuff to say, but I really could care less because nothing beats a failure but a try. And I did it. And it was nice. And at the end... <laughs> Yeah, I was feeling myself a little bit, and I unbuttoned my shirt a little bit, and I got to doing my thing. And, man, look, I've been on this workout kick since August the 21st of 2019. I said, I'm tired of being fat. I'm not going to be fat anymore. And I've been making some progress, so I'm feeling myself, and I showed my little chest off. Yeah, it's, it's, it's plumping back up. You know, I got to do something about the, the playground around the middle, <laughs> and I'm working on that. And it's making this progress, too. So is a dream of yours to be shredded you know i mean why wait till i'm 45 years old but tom brady you know he's still looking good brett Favre did it for a long time i mean you have these athletes and they're paid to do it so of course they're gonna be a little little more fit than me i mean i had to go to work every day they go to work too but they're paid to do what they love which made me think about the topic of dreams but during these dreams man you know i was thinking about okay I love concerts, but I'm kind of claustrophobic, man. I don't really like people like that. So I can actually, I've been to maybe, and this may be a, a tiny number, but they made an impact on me. I think I've been to like three or four concerts in my life. You know, I'm more of a an intimate evening. I like to go listen to a live band, you know, play these. If, if it's the actual artist doing it with a live band, that's great. But, you know, I like to listen to covers. I like... I love live music. I love instruments. When these people come together, man, I'm a huge fan of Chicago Symphony Orchestra. I would listen to that every day if I could. Could you imagine sitting live listening to the soundtrack to Star Wars and you're hearing all these instruments and these people are playing and it's like, man, you, you got to know the person on the side of you. That's why I kind of like acapella music when I'm singing with my guy. You know, at the end of our karaoke nights, a few of us will do a little bit of acapella. And... We all know everybody ain't good at it. <laughs> Ooh, bless their heart. But I still try to sing with them. But there are some who actually know the rules to harmony. And when you have a, the human voice, what made me even want to keep all the mics that I do, because I have five hot mics. I got a corded and four uh, wireless. One night when I was doing Darren's on the South Side, and I ain't giving him no plug, man, but I used to, <laughs> I ain't mad at Darren's. He all right with me. Uh, I was doing it one night and the Howard Hewitt backup singers came into the lounge to have a drink. I had no idea who they were. It was four ladies and they was singing their tail off. So we started doing shy. If I ever fall in love and they let me be the lead and them women were flawless. They made me sound better than the record. The alcohol ain't had nothing to do with it. Them women were, man, it was dope. You know, and then they did their thing. They had their drinks. They did a couple of songs and they left. I mean, they did, giving them something he can feel. Oh, my God. That music is my aphrodisiac. 
if I could inject music straight into my veins or snort it straight up my nose, I would. That would be my drug of choice. So, but what made me kind of think about this, I'm a little nervous with crowds, even though my, 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 my lounges get crowded, you know. But when I start having a bunch of people around me, because, I, I mean, they gravitate to me. They got to bring their songs to me. And I'm in the process of trying to find out a, a way. And I have looked at some software that will do it where they can text their songs straight to my queue. So it's like, man, maybe to keep some of these people up off me. I'm not good with crowds. I don't like them. I don't like that many people. You know, I feel like it's a herd, man. And, you know, when I was in Freaknik one year, little kids started running down Peachtree. And you know us. <laughs> everybody was getting ready to start running for no reason, has no idea. And that just the thought of that. It's like, man, like I said earlier, I ain't finna to run you down, you know, and I know it's somebody out there faster than me. I am not fast. Never had speed like that. Even though I was clocked at a, a four or five when I was in college, when I was still playing ball, that's what the, the, the clock say, but who knows if the thumb went early. Any event, I don't like crowds. It made me think about, the parties that I used to attend when I was at SIU and parties, it changed my way of life. The way I think. Yeah. I was at one particular bar smiling jacks. If you know anything about SIU, you know about smiling jacks. Well, one night we were in there, me and my fraternity brothers, and we do what's called a party walk. And I ain't going to spend too much time on that. You know what it is when the, the Greeks get together and they all walk around in this circle and they do their, their little moves, but they don't let you break their line. You know, but sometimes you want to get to the inside. It's like, man, or the spot you're in is crowded. So this particular guy decided to stop our line, which is in a sense breaking the line because we behind the other Greeks. So he stopped the line. And he stopped my, y'all ain't, man, look, I need to get through here. Y'all ain't going nowhere. It kicked off a huge ruckus, a brawl. <laughs> and me and my frat brothers, we, man, we went to work. You know, I'm a youth at the time, and I'm like, yeah, I don't care. And I'm looking for somebody to hit on, and they fighting, and chairs flying, and people punching people in the face. Well, one of my frat brothers, you know, one of my ships, he was working on this guy, and the guy's buddy was behind him with his fist balled up, ready to blindside him. So, of course, me feeling the way I feel about my ship, I grabbed this guy, and I grabbed him, and I, man, <laughs> I gave him the biggest belly-to-back suplex ever. Y'all know I'm a wrestling fan. And I plexed this boy hard. And because he was skinny and I got my arms around his arms, I plexed, I fall back, and his head hit the ground and exploded. <laughs> All this blood going. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, and I'm, trust me, I am not a fighter. <laughs> I'm a lover, not a fighter. But I can defend myself. But I was on the offensive, and I bust this boy open. So as I'm holding him and I'm looking, I see his head start to, I mean, it, it's gushing. <laughs> So the security guard walked over to me. He like, say, man, you can let him go. I think he's done. He's out of this one. <laughs> you can get up now. So I get up and I'm pumping, beating my chest and I'm all, yeah, yeah, you don't hit my friend. That probably was the worst feeling I ever had in a bar. Because when he got up, I mean, I'm glad he came to his feet. The man was bloody. You know, his shirt was all bloody and blood on the ground and me and my frat brothers and raised all this ruckus but you know we were defending ourselves this guy stopped our line you know youthful exuberance it changed the way i look at life because what if that guy didn't get up you know what if he had some trauma you know concussions are real 
the brain is a science and we we may have made strides in it, but it's 2020 and we still are scientists, our doctors. We don't know everything about the brain. We don't know nothing about it because it's so big and it, ha it, it has so much information. This is how we store our information. But we have not even tapped into 2%, 3% of our brain function. So what if I did something to hurt his brain? What if he didn't get up? Because I'm being youthfully exuberant. That changed the way I, I, I function in these environments. I don't fight in lounges. I try to be the peacemaker. And being down at SIU, unfortunately, and this was right before the E2, the E2 incident, that was horrible. Where the security officer sprayed some pepper spray and it caused mass hysteria where these people got pinned in the stairwell and some people lost their lives. Well, Carbondale PD, the CPD, and I'm not blaming this on Chicago. They got enough of their own problems. They used to spray us on a regular. Whenever stuff happened, it'd be a fight kickoff. CPD come in, they just start spraying. Well, we were at the sports center one night and they did their usual routine. It was a fight. And I don't know why, but 90% of the fights are started by women. Yeah, I'm blaming y'all. <laughs> Dudes don't really fight like that. They have a purpose to their fighting. Women will fight you for, why is she looking at me like that? You know, dudes be like, mm, whatever. But you better not say nothing to him or say nothing about him or step on his Jordans. But that's a whole nother situation. But long story short, they sprayed us, you know, and they were standing there with their German shepherds with muzzles on. But, you know, we started the mass hysteria. And I'm so glad that there was never a trampling like that down in Carbondale. But it could have been. But while we're trying to get out and I'm playing peacemaker because I refuse to fight, this girl drops in front of me. Dead weight. I mean, she just passed out. You know, pepper spray. If you ever been pepper sprayed before, it sucks. It burns. You can't breathe. So she couldn't take it anymore. She passed out. So and people are starting to step on her hair. I'm like, come on, man. This is a person here. So I snatch her up in my arms. I pick her up. And I'm, you know, this guy was standing on her hair. So I moved him like, hey, bro. I moved his legs and I picked her up and I figured like I couldn't move. I'm like, what's going on? I can't. His brother didn't grab me. Don't be pushing on my brother, man. Don't put your hands. I was like, oh my God. Really, dude? So I turned around and made him a hero. I put him like, look, man, I'm going to make you a hero. You're going to save somebody's life. I put the girl in his arms and take her outside so you can get some air. So he turned into Captain America. Oh, move, please. We. Somebody down, we need help, we need help, we gotta get in. Yeah, all right, dude. But you lucky, this wasn't a few weeks ago, and my arms was empty, because I would have cleaned the floor with him. But I don't do that no more. You know, so the point to the whole situation, man, realize your dreams, but be safe while you're doing them. Because anything can happen, you never know. You never know. You've been listening to the Darien America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. Keep dreaming, y'all. I'll see you next week. And you've been listening to the Darien America Show, brought to you on WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. We air each and every Saturday from noon to 1 p.m. This is Darien America saying thank you for tuning in.